podcast hosting provided by Transistor. If you want to host your own show, head over to Transistor.fm and start a 14-day free trial. Hello and welcome to the Regen Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Dino. And I'm Nath. How are you doing again, Nath? Oh, I'm doing very well. It's um, It's been a while since I've talked with you, Dean. Yeah, it has been. I uh, had to do the last one by myself, which was a bit different. Um, I'm not really used to talking to myself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm i thought i'd just leave you there to talk to yourself <laughs> wow that's rude but um <laughs> okay well uh moving swiftly along from that I'm, I'm gonna leave that in um media of the week what have we got this week well for me this is this is more than just media of the week this has been media of the last month um at least um the i I think we've probably said it before, but the uh, the la- latest season of Taskmaster um, has just wrapped up um, last week, and um, it's it's been a crack. I've been really enjoying that. So yeah, that's been my media of the weeks. It's brilliant, isn't it? I think oh, it's uh, so good. I think James A. Caster is probably my favourite from this season. I did I did really enjoy Rod Gilbert. I enjoy his um, his humour, um, but I also. I also was, uh, I found Phil Wang quite funny, very, uh, very deadpan and took a while to, uh, to get him, but, um, yeah, enjoyed him. Yeah. He developed well during the show. I felt like he had a few of the same sort of jokes, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I enjoyed his, uh, his repeating, um, bargaining joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate that as well. Yeah. Um, very good. What about yourself, Dean? Another Formula One podcast. Um, I'm a big fan of Formula One, and so hit the Apex podcast. They're Aussies, so another Aussie one. It seems like most of the Formula One podcasts that I listen to are Aussie, but yep, so another one. Nice. They are, well, I found them on YouTube, and then I just got in contact with them because I was like, are you guys going to be a podcast to save me just, you know, getting on YouTube and, and listening all the time? Yeah. And, yep, yeah. So shout out to those guys. They're really cool. So Nice. Yep twitter.com slash hit the apex media give them a listen nice um so since the last podcast still a wee bit of formula e news coming out ahead of season five yeah i think i covered a bit of this last episode but it'll be interesting to see what you think of it all first up we've got alexander albin and nissan so toro rosso wants alexander albin and um probably the most difficult team name to say isn't it toro toro rosso yeah and um, Oliver Rowland was doing the testing, so mm-hmm. I hope, well, it's looking very likely that um, Albin will be going to Toro Rosso in Formula One, and and that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why Nissan only had one car in testing, so if there is that, hopefully they swap Brendan Hartley and he comes to Formula E, and then uh, we'll have two Kiwis. That'd be good. Wouldn't that be a story? That, that would be, Yeah. Would uh, would have to uh, have to work out who we who we're going to support. Oh, that w- I mean, we've got <laughs> down the track. We've got Tom Dillman. We've got Felipe Massa. We've got Stoffel Van Dorn. 
it's it's gonna be tough. Obviously, they're not Kiwis, yeah. but you know, they can be an honorary Kiwi if they if they want. Nice. Um, and you've been been playing playing a few games as well, Dean. Well, I just saw this on Twitter, and I I was like, oh, Daniel Epps looking real futuristic. Oh, he's in a game. Yeah. And um, Autosport actually, I was listening to that today, and they picked up on it as well. So I decided to give it a go. The game is called Hyperdrome, and uh, Daniel Apt is your instructor on the game. Cool. Yeah. So um, I think it's on the App Store. It's definitely on Google Play, which is where I downloaded it from. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you kind of have power-ups as you go around the circuit. It's a top-down sort of view, and you have like portals and missiles and... Yeah, it's not not really realistic. It's more yeah, fantasy racing sort of uh micro machines or yeah, but the cars are on rails so you can't actually control them. Yeah. Oh yeah, very cool. Still a bit interesting, so yeah, I picked that up. It's really cool. Now, Envision Virgin Racing, Sam Bird and Robin Frains. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think I think Robin Frains is going to be a, a- good support for for sam bird there you know he's got a lot of driving under his belt and competed in a lot of different uh different series and different formats and and everything so um yeah he does have two years in formula e and we'll just have a look at his record for a second he's got the he's got the 2015-16 season as 12th he ends up 12th um Mm. with 45 points and then 2016-17 season, ends up 13th with 24 points. I mean, pretty rough with Andretti to get points, um, but it doesn't seem like he's really... Uh, it, it, it's not good reading, we'll put it that way. No, it isn't, but if I could put a bit of a a, a positive spin on that, yeah. you know, he's got his best place finish of third in 2015-16. Uh, yeah. Um, in his first season racing Formula E, he only raced eight out of the, or you know, finished eight out of the twelve races. He retired in the last two, um, and then, sorry, retired and raced nine and ten, and then uh, didn't compete in race eleven and twelve. So, to be racing eight out of twelve races and finishing twelfth, I think that's a fairly respectable performance. Um, you know, out of the remainder of his races in that first season, the majority were in the top ten. Yeah, that's true. Um, in fact, only only one out of it. So I think that's looking just at that season alone. That's a very positive season. Um, you know, is is 2016-17 season? It's 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 a bit grim. Yeah, I think he quite likes New York by the look of it. A few top ten finishes. Um, Hong Kong seems to be decent. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think. As you say, he will be a a good support. I don't think he'll really challenge Sam Bird. Um, for the number one driver spot, but I, I could be wrong, and I'm I'm interested to see if he can. Yeah, I think certainly someone at Envision Racing or Envision Racing have certainly seen the potential in him. Um, to you know, because that that second car spot with Sam Bird, you know, that's a very coveted position there. You know, you're coming into a good team. They're coming into Audi this season, so they've got a good platform to start from, and they've had really solid performances over the last few years so um you know it's certainly it's certainly one of the top performing teams so yeah that's true and what do you what do you think of the car the uh livery all that purple and red yeah the matte matte finish that is a the matte purple yeah i do like that matte finish yeah 
I think it's quite cool. I think I think you know as we've been talking about liveries quite a bit over the last few um, episodes, and yeah, I think the, the the bottom of it really is these new cars are looking so good. They are. Everyone's up their livery game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's cool, but I'm not not sold on it a hundred percent. I like the um. So this, this might be getting a little too detailed for an audio podcast, but essentially the car is mostly on the top purple, but then has this very defined red strip all the way along the bottom uh just you know very thin only a, a few you know maybe two inches all the way around the bottom and over the front spoiler and everything as well so it, it kind of creates a really uh a slick sharp look to it yeah that's it's um I'm, I'm not putting it in my top top couple but uh yeah certainly certainly decent mm. now maximilian gunther finally finally been revealed at dragon racing we know that you're excited about this one, Nath. Oh, look, yeah, I am excited about this. Um, just just for the name alone, purely that reason. <laughs> um, I enjoy his name. I, I enjoy all the uh, all the strange names. Um, yeah, excited to uh, to see him compete. Well, he is a decent racer too, so there is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and um, his teammate Jose Maria Lopez. I really think that Gunther's going to beat Lopez this season. I think as a rookie, he'll come in, beat Lopez, boom, done. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I um, I I think I'm not sure if there's any science behind it, but I certainly get the feeling rookies always seem to outperform what they're expected to do. Yeah. Maybe it's that just that youthful kind of attitude coming in, or other people haven't quite figured them out yet. But um. Yeah, I think that combined with his past record, I think he'll do well. Yeah, I think so too. He's a bit off the pace in Formula 2, but um, I think, yeah, generally decent driver. So, yeah, I think he'll beat Lopez. Moving along, the Swiss capital of Bern will host the 11th round of the Formula E season. So I covered this last time. So uh, Zurich had to be removed um, after a clash with an event called Zunfascht or Zurifascht. Uh, probably butchered it and it happens yeah once every three years so uh good to see that switzerland's retained an epree mm. way will be happy yeah um looking at the at the schedule for that um it you know it's between germany and new york so it really could have gone anywhere so um yeah good on uh, switzerland for holding on to that yeah for sure neo tom dillman alongside ollie Turvey. Yes, I love this lineup. I love this lineup too, and I love this livery. Yep. This is my background at the moment. I love it. I think probably we'll get on to best of boring later on. But uh this is yeah, this is uh definitely up there for me. This is something a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah. So it's kind of a teal blue with white. It's kind of like a frost white on the front, mm. um, moving and slowly melting together. It's in the middle. It's, yeah, very, very cool. It almost comes to a, uh, it's almost a mint green. A mint green. It could be my monitor, but I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, minty. Depending what light, yeah. Yeah. So, um, will these, will these guys be in the top five? Uh, Dillman and Turvey. Yep. I think, I think outside contender, um, but you look, yeah, expecting them to, uh, to do well. Yeah, I am too. I mean, they're both awesome. Yeah, I, I actually can't wait. This this team, I'm, I can't wait to see how they get on. Yeah. Audi, 
cool livery. It's it's busier than a lot we've seen. It's very busy. <laughs> There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Um, it's it's keeping with the Audi um liveries from from previous years where there's a lot of kind of white red and green yeah um yeah i think it's out of all of these liveries it's probably the most the most classically kind of race car yep you know of of yonder you know they're they're very busy there's lots of sponsors everywhere there's lots of stuff going on whereas a lot of these other cars yeah it's particularly the neo we've just talked about is just so cutting edge and smooth and futuristic. So yeah, yeah livery wise, not really a fan of Audi. Oh wow, I thought it was going to go the other way completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. No, I no, I like it. I like it clean, like it smooth. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, comparing it obviously to HWA with very subtle um, HWA and gloss and everything else is matte, or is it the other way around? Is it matte and everything's gloss? I can't really tell the difference. But um, HWA Race Lab is their new name. So Gary Paffett and Stoffel Van Dorn. So Gary Paffett is or um, was the champion of DTM this season. I think he's going to be a good addition. Mm. And Stoffel Van Dorn, well, Formula One pedigree from McLaren. He's unfortunately being dropped at the end of the season, but obviously, mm. but yeah, good to see him coming into Formula E and putting on a a fresh set of eyes and I'm I'm interested to see what he can do. He's he's a quick racer on his day. Yeah. And so so Gary Gary Paffet mm-hmm. well, sounds like I should have a French spin on almost Gary Parfait Paffet. Parfait. Parfait Parfait spoon. Yeah. So yeah. So he's been doing some he's been test driver for Williams in the past and also um McLaren. But yep. has he has he done um any formula or kind of Formula One racing in no, the past no okay so more in the touring car side of things yeah interesting well i'd like to see how he gets on with the single seaters hmm um yeah really nice to nice to have a uh yeah, well we've got a lot of fresh drivers coming in this season as well so it'd be um it's one thing that's going to be really interesting to look out for yeah yeah for sure so mahindra have signed Jerome D'Ambrosio and Pascal Verline. This is another lineup. I just think it's just incredible, and I'm I'm, I'm putting them in the top five. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of people in your top five. Yeah, I know. There's like ten teams in the top five, <laughs> but yeah. no, I think Neo and uh, and these guys, Mahindra, um, they'll definitely be there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Pascal Verline, um, give me a rundown on him. So Pascal Verline, he was a ex. Um, Marussia and Sauber Formula 1 driver and he was against Marcus Ericsson and I think he performed pretty well unfortunately got dropped um, he is a Mercedes young driver the thing with him I guess is that Mercedes didn't want to let him go but obviously they had to for this so he's no longer mm. um, he's a, a DTM champion as well so I think he, oh. he's won it and quite a few races in DTM so uh very experienced for a young fellow. I think it's it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Yeah, certainly sounds like a uh, a quick young driver. So it'd be yeah another excellent addition for Formula E. Yeah, and the car, the um the red as opposed to orange. Not 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 a huge fan. Not a huge fan. <laughs> oh no, I I like <laughs> just uh I like the blue. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like once again, you know we're. 
like what I said before, it's very much a classic, a classic kind of racing car livery rather than a uh, something super kind of futuristic and um, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it does look like a classic race car. You know, sponsors everywhere. Yeah. You got your red yeah. and blue. Uh, the tires are pretty cool. They've got like a different sort of green and red going on on the top and bottom so they look real cool when they go around but yeah mm. i think it you know i think uh the neo still my favorite oh. right so uh we'll do a guess the driver quiz next time because don't have anything prepared so we'll just put that out there yep i'll just uh reiterate this again that we're doing a prediction league for season five of formula e so uh have a look at our social media for details on that one maybe there might be a cheeky prize We'll have to see at the end of the season, but I'm looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to just getting in and, and seeing how I go with predictions. I've been pretty decent with Formula mm. One this season, so I'll see if that can translate over. Yeah. So um, how's, fill me in on a few more details, how's the prediction league going to work, Dean? Right. So Super Pole, you'll get uh, one point for each, you get correct, and if you get all five, uh, you get an extra five points. And they don't have to be in the correct order. Uh, also for the podium, you get two points for each correct and an extra five points for all of them. And again, it doesn't have to be the correct order. Um, also, we're going to do the first retirement. So the first retirement of the race. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to get this correct. I usually... <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible with, <laughs> with who's going out first. I mean, you would have never picked last season that the Audis would have been having battery troubles and and falling out but yeah it's a hard one to pick this so i thought yeah something a bit different nice and so three points for the first retirement three points for the first retirement yep so we'll add them up at the end of the season if you're interested yep uh you can send the picks through to twitter facebook or just through our hello at regenracingpodcast.com this is some news from this week a bit of a overlooked uh rule change can you tell us about this one nath Right, so the FIA has um, has introduced a new rule for um, Gen 2 cars this season. Um, so each car must have a battery state of charge, or SOC, greater or equal to 97% when the car is positioned on the dummy grid. So it's aimed to stop a car with a slightly lower state of charge being run because it would mean it would be able to regenerate energy earlier um, than other cars. Right. Um, yeah, got got any thoughts on that or, or, or more details you're able to provide, Dean? Yeah, it's obviously something that needed to happen. Hmm. There's 52 kilowatts that is um, allowable or available when starting from less than 100%. So um, it's good for engineers and drivers, but less fun for the fans um, because we want to see cars going flat out getting the regen fast and just yeah um less management but obviously this will the teams will have to have more management and it's it's not giving anyone an advantage so at some Mm. races um they'll have about 50 kilowatts um or less usable energy it was possible to have more than that um yeah if you could regen earlier yeah because you would just be gaining more back so um yeah it's it's fair. All right, Nath. So something a little bit different this episode. Best to boring. 
and I'm going to ask for people to send in their best of boring, no matter what it is, if it's uh, the best livery, the most boring livery, the best team, the most boring team, that's obviously the lineups, um, best driver, uh, best new driver, or boring new driver. I mean, it's pretty rough to have, you know, oh, I really don't want to see Gary Paffett, etc. Which, no, we love Gary Paffett. We we want to see him. Um, so maybe we won't do that one, but um, best livery. Thoughts? So my my best livery? Yep. I am going to... Uh, I'm going to go with Neo. Yep. With a honourable mention to HWA. What? Really? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. uh, yeah. the boring livery, that's where I'm going. HWA. Really? <laughs> HWA. Sorry. Really? That was just... I mean, it's it's black. It's It looks similar to the actual oh, release car for Gen 2. It's I'm a just, Batmobile. I'm just... I'm not impressed. Maybe once I see it on the TV, I might change my mind. But for now, sorry, HWA. You get the most boring livery. Man, I'm just, I'm trying, I'm trying to find Venturis because the picture I'm looking at now is not very exciting. It's the silver and blue one. It's, it's, it's going to go, uh, yeah, see there's, there's a number of these, but I might actually go, my boring would be Mahindra. Ooh, that's, that's contentious. Oh, Mahindra, it's, Mahindra gets the most just, boring livery. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it might just be you know I'm only yeah, to be fair we we're only looking at some uh, some very kind of early release images so a lot of this is very kind of limited angle and what's being released but um yeah it just looks a bit boring. Oh, um I'm yeah. gonna disagree but yeah we'll um we'll let the listeners decide so um yeah hit us up on Twitter Facebook. Email through if you think Nath is wrong, if you think I'm wrong. Um, we'll, we'll read it out, maybe, if you take my side. Right, so. <laughs> the, the best team lineup. Who have we got? Best team lineup. And I'm, I'm going to give it to two people here, but I want to hear your thoughts first. It may not always be the most exciting lineup, but I think results wise, I'm going to give it to Audi. Um, with Lucas Degrassi and Daniel Apt, yep. um, sure. you know, building from a solid platform last year, and they've kept that. So, um, yeah, I think I think best best lineup. Cool. I also have to give it to Audi, but I'm gonna say Neo and Mahindra as well, just behind, just behind, because I think Dillman's a great nice. pickup. Uh, D'Ambrosio yeah. and Pascal Verline, brilliant pickup as well. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, the most boring team lineup wow this is a this is a hard one um and i'm i'm tempted to give it to nissan because we've only got sebastian Buemi at this stage we do so you know it's i feel like that's the the cop-out answer to call them the most boring because it's, there's only one to choose from um there's only there's only one driver to compare against and uh, i feel i don't really want to insult anyone really by calling them a boring lineup yeah, neither do I, but I'm going to give it to BMW. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep, sorry. <laughs> so they're going to hate me, and uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Alexander Sims and Antonio Felix da Costa. I'm only saying it's boring because da Costa, um, I mean, they've been awesome in testing. I just, 
I just think when they actually get to the racing, can those two guys pull off podiums? Can they? Mm. I know mm. Antonio Felix da Costa has one. I think he's got a race win actually by some miracle. But um, yeah, I just I just don't see them getting in the top half of the table. Right. And yeah, I may be surprised. Um, and I'd be happy for them because I've got an awesome livery and an awesome team behind them. But we'll see. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, BMW. Yeah. All good. Best new driver. Ooh. I mean, we've got the names. We've got Stoffel Van Dorn. We've got Felipe Massa. Maximilian <laughs> Gunther. We've got Gary Paffett. Alexander Sims. Who are you going for? To be honest, I'm going to go for Felipe Massa. Felipe Massa. Why Felipe Massa? I think from a a caliber of driver i think he is the the biggest kind of catch for formula e so far i think so yeah so far out of out of the new drivers this season you know there's some fantastic drivers coming in and and people who have done great things but to be able to have attracted felipe massa into formula e i think i think that's huge yeah okay i am gonna go for stoffel van dorn (laughs) and pascal verlein so I think those two. Oh, those two. Um, I love Pascal. Got to say, I um, I followed him. Well, a few years ago, I followed him and I followed Jean Eric Verne uh, at Toro Rosso. Yep. And ever since I followed um, Jeff, I kind of, I just haven't been following him since he's been in Formula E. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know why I've done that, but I used to be like, oh yeah, Jean Eric Verne. I love my love my Jean Eric Verne. Got to get me that Jeff. But yeah, um, so exciting. Those two will be exciting. Mm. Mm. And Felipe Massa, I mean, he was so close to winning a Formula One World Championship. He was so close. Um, do you think that there's been, well, there's been rumours of Fernando Alonso. Do you think he'll join in the next season or two? Look, after, after Felipe Massa joining, I think, I think anything's possible. Yeah, you think it's kind of... Well, yeah, maybe maybe not anything, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Lewis Hamilton, yeah, yeah confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think he was kind of like, okay, we've got Massa, and then the floodgates will open because they can see the caliber of driver and, and the competition itself just... In the cars, just everything coming together? Hmm. I think having Felipe Massa there kind of... I, I don't want to use the word legitimizes it. Well, it's already it's a legitimate series, but yeah, it shows intention. Yeah, yeah. It, it shows that it is a legitimate series once again, um, you know, to be able to have attracted those really top tier drivers who have competed in Formula, e for, for, sorry, Formula One for years and years and years, that this is actually an option and not a, a step down to, you know, to work your way back down through the series to retirement, but um as a career move yeah for sure this is a couple of couple of young drivers going from formula two well hopefully albin stays but um a couple of young drivers Mm. from formula two deciding to take this route instead of formula one so yeah perfect and we will end it there i enjoyed that so did i yeah so thank you all for listening uh we appreciate every single one of you and if you could do one thing for us would you please share the show with another Formula E fan? If they're not a Formula E fan, share the show and they will be a Formula E fan. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a, big, a big undertaking. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> big responsibility on our shoulders. Just, just oh. put it on in the background one day and, and they'll see the yeah. futuristic Batmobiles and go, what's that? And then you can, you can tell them all about Formula E 
about the electric cars um and yeah hopefully they'll be a convert excellent we love talking with the community so if you've got any questions feedback or just want to say hi um drop us a line at hello at regenracingpodcast.com we can also be found on facebook twitter instagram and our home website of regenracingpodcast.com i know it's annoying to rate and review podcasts but if you do have a moment please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser for us. We'd really appreciate it. So this podcast is powered by Transistor.fm. They are our hosting company. So if you're starting a podcast, thinking about it, uh, give them a look. Um, we have a an affiliate link in the show notes um, that will help us out and uh, also help us to get our hosting at a cheaper rate. So we also have Blue Bottle Coffee. If you love coffee, click the link. We can get you some money off. Love our blue bottle coffee. And once again, just like to thank Danelle Armour for the awesome intro music. He's doing a lot at the moment. He's um, doing some touring. And uh, he's got a new song out, so go and take a listen. Alrighty. Thank you, Nath. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. See ya.